All right, as you guys find a seat, want to set you guys up for where we're going to be going the next four weeks, which I'm really excited about. I've been looking forward to this series all year, but it's called Amnesia, and it's going to be all about us remembering who God made us to be. Because at the end of the day, a lot of us, and all of us at some point, have forgotten. And so... It kind of reminds me, when I was thinking of, of specifically tonight, the very first night of this series, I started thinking of this, this little movie, little indie film that was put out by a little company uh, called Disney. And it was sarcasm. It's a big company. And they put out this film called The Lion King. Anybody seen it? Lion King? Okay. If you've never seen, if you've never seen it, then that's Okay. I'm going to fill you in a little bit on what The Lion King is about, okay? So if you have seen it, you'll remember. So just remember with me The Lion King. So it's about this lion family who lives in the African Sahara. And uh, they have this area that they live in with other animals. And the king in the area, the big daddy lion, is named Mufasa. Which is just a cool name, you know. And he has a son. And the very beginning of the movie starts out with this son being born. And his name is Simba. And they make this huge deal about it. They present him in front of the whole kingdom and show him off. And then he starts to grow up, this kid, this prince, in this kingdom, right? With his daddy, Mufasa. And his, his dad's showing him around and kind of showing him what it is in the kingdom that he is going to eventually rule over because he'll be the king at one point after his dad is gone. And so that's how the movie opens. And then there's this tragic thing that happens to his dad. And spoiler alert, okay? If you've never seen the movie that's been out for over 20 years, uh, he dies. Mufasa dies. And so Simba is scared and he runs away and he gets lost out in the desert and he eventually finds a couple of friends and Timon and Pumbaa, right? These two guys that at first are scared to death of him because he's a lion and lions like to eat things like pigs and Pumbaa is a pig. And so they're scared of Simba, but when Simba wakes up, he sees these creatures and Pumbaa and, and Timon, they're both like, you know, hey, you, you don't have to eat animals. Uh, you could just eat insects and stuff. And, and they, they teach him kind of this new way of life, this new way of living. So he went from bringing the prince in this one kingdom to just hanging out with these guys in this like tropical jungle area, eating insects, living completely differently than he did before. And he kind of takes on this mentality of akuna matata. Anybody heard that from the movie? No worries, right? Like, don't worry about anything. It's all good. No responsibilities. We're just going to hang out. And it's all good. And they have a lot of fun. And you see him grow up. And so he grows up hanging out with his friends in this place that he wasn't really meant to live in and grow up in. But he grows up and he eventually gets to be an adult lion. And he's kind of constantly struggling with this just idea of, like, where he comes from and who he is. Because he knows 
that Timon and Pumbaa, they're his friends, but it's not like they're his family. It's not like his mom and dad or anything. So he's constantly asking these questions and constantly wondering. And it comes to a point where he's just kind of, you know, he's asking, who am I? He He doesn't even really know who he is. And that's kind of where we're starting with this series tonight. It's all of us are asking that same question that Simba's asking. It's who am I? We're all asking that from when we're little. And then as we grow up, we continue to ask that question, who am I? And it's one of the most important questions we're ever going to ask. Because the answer to that question informs so much. It informs how we view how, how worth worthy we are. How, what are we worth as people? What are we going to do with our actions? What are we going to think about? How do we view everything in the world? These are all things that play into the answer to the question, who am I? So we all want to know this question, and this isn't just something that we're asking. This is something that humanity has been asking for a long time. You can even look back at the Bible and see people who are asking the same thing. You guys remember Moses? He's kind of a small figure in the Bible. Sarcasm again. He did it like a lot. Um, This is the guy who parted the Red Sea. You remember this? Like with the staff and the waters parted. He rescued Israel, led them through the desert, trying to get them to the promised land. Well, this is what Moses says in Exodus chapter 3 verse 11. He says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh And bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Before he does any of those things, he's asking that question, who am I, God? Who am I to do the things that you called me to do? But it's not just him. You guys ever heard of David, King David, in the Bible? Again, he didn't do much. He only killed Goliath and was king of Israel for a long time, returning it back to the place where God wanted it to be in the first place, which is having a place in the world, uh, and, and really helping it to become something that, that God was proud of. God loved David. He had a heart for David because David's heart was like his heart. And so David did so many things for God. Yet you see in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 18, then King David went in and sat before the Lord and he said, who am I, sovereign Lord? And what is my family that you have brought me this far? He's asking this question again of who am I? We've asked the question growing up to our mom and dad, who am I? We ask it of our friends growing up, who am I? We ask it from our teachers, our coaches, the people who are trying to help us to develop in, in whatever it is, whether it's art or music or in an extracurricular activity that we're trying out. Maybe it's, it's lacrosse or something like that. Like People who are investing in us, we're wanting to ask them this question, who am I, to get some sense of why we're here, what we're on the planet for, why we're the way we are. And so this question just keeps popping up, popping up, and popping up. But the key is who are we asking? I just named some of the people that we ask because someone's going to answer the question. It's either going to be our friends who are going to answer it, It could be movies or TV or music that could answer it. It could be our family that answers it. It could be social media that answers it. It could even be us that try to answer this question, who 
am I? And you would think we would be a great person to ask, who am I, right? But the problem with all of those sources I just listed, including us, is that they are fallible. What does that mean? Well, it means we can be very wrong. All of those things can be very wrong. So we don't really need to just ask anybody that because we need the real answer. And if all those things could be really wrong and really false, we wouldn't want to ask those people or those things who we are. We've got to actually go to where we're going to get the actual answer. And we've got to remember who we actually are because sin ultimately has kind of like messed our, our memory up. Like we don't remember who we truly are, like who we were meant to be. It's fractured our reality and it keeps us from knowing the truth. So there's this thing that's true of us that's always been true of us that a lot of us just don't know. Or some of us maybe have come to know some of it, but we haven't seen all of it. We haven't been able to experience all of it yet. It's almost like if I were to you know, tell the orange owls, you know what, orange owls? You're actually the magenta owls. And you're like, whoa, 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 magenta. This is not magenta. This is orange. And imagine I'm wearing an orange shirt, right? And I'm like, no, 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 it's magenta. And you're like, okay, I've, okay, it's magenta. I'm the magenta owls. And then later you come to find out, you know what? I lied to you. It's not magenta, it's orange. But you believed me because I told you an answer to a question. If you said, hey, what am I? And I said, oh, you're a magenta owl. You believed me, but then later came to find out that that wasn't actually true. That's the kind of place we all find ourselves in. We've all been told something our whole life that ultimately isn't true. Like it's false. But there's been the truth out there that we just need to find. That we need to see. We need to discover. But sin has blinded us from it. It's kept us from seeing it and experiencing it. So there's only one person, there's only one way for us to actually see this and experience this. And it's the one who knows us best. It's the one who actually only speaks truth. He's never wrong. He never says anything that's a lie. And it's the one who knows who we are because he made us. And he's given us everything we need to remember who he made us to be. And so if you look at 1 Peter Chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. 1 John 3, the very first verse says, See what great love the the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. God is calling us out of the darkness. He's calling us his kids. He's calling us out of this fog of confusion. He's saying we're his special possession. He loves us. He wants us. He desires us. He likes us. We just have to come to this place where we actually can remember that. Like we can get out of this fog of sin. We can get out of the confusion of what sin does in our life. And see that and hear that and know that. 
So for the next four weeks, we're going to be pressing into how do we remember who we really are? Because it's true of us. A lot of us just don't know it yet. So Lion King just keeps coming to my mind and Simba and him wrestling with this question. So I thought I could describe it to you, but I thought I'd just show it to you. Kind of where he starts to realize who he really is. So check this out as we kind of wrap up. This uh, first night of amnesia. This phrase, remember, this phrase of you're more than what you have become are the things that stuck out to me when I was thinking about this and I was hearing that. I was like, man, this is, a, this is exactly our story. God is our king. He, is, he has sent this rescuer in Jesus, and Jesus is now this wake-up call to us. 
He's the one who's calling us back to who we were meant to be in the first place. For us to step into way more than what a lot of us have become. We're not meant to just be slaves to sin. We're not meant to just continue to live this life for us. We're made for so much more than that. Our identity is not who are you. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just me. You're not just you. You're not just a sports player or a smart person or a jock or an artsy person or a loner or the life of the party or the class clown or the one who really likes to read and be alone. Like You're not those things. Those might be parts of your personality, and that's cool. That's awesome. God made all of us unique on purpose, but he also made you to be his son and his daughter. That's all of us. All of us are meant to step into that identity. And when we do, we find this amazing purpose and amazing life and amazing peace, joy. So many things come along with this identity that so many of us aren't experiencing. And so you might be walking around like asking this question, who am I? And you might be asking all the wrong people in all the wrong places and getting the answers that are just not true. They're not accurate. They're not right. They're not true about you. Because what's true about you is what God says about you because God made you. He says, I love you. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. And yes, you've done some stuff in the past. It doesn't matter how you've messed up. And yes, you've messed up. It doesn't matter if you look this way or that way. It doesn't matter if you think of this about yourself or you think this about yourself. None of that matters because at the end of the day, I love you no matter what. You're my prized possession. I made you on purpose. I love you. And I'm calling you to be more. I'm calling you to be more than whatever you think you are. I'm calling you to live in the light. I'm calling you to follow Jesus. I'm calling you to be my kid. And so the first thing we want to ask tonight is, who are we asking who we are. Where are we going for that answer? Because God's calling us to remember that we're an image bearer of God, that he made us on purpose, that he loves us, and he wants us to know him. And the key to all of that is Jesus. So where you're at, I want you to just close your eyes for a second. It's 2018 and it's a brand new year. Some of you have believed the wrong identity about yourself your entire life. Whether that's 11, 12, 13, 14 years now, you've been believing the wrong thing. God says, yes, you have had an identity problem. Sin has messed up your identity. You have messed up. You've fallen short. But God loved us first. And God gives us Jesus. And Jesus takes away the sin. He takes away the fog that keeps us from understanding our identity and he makes us alive again and he makes us back into the image of who he made us to be in the first place, the image of his son Jesus. So if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. We'll step into that identity. So if you need to do that for the very first time, you've never accepted Jesus, you've never been what we call saved saved from sin, saved from finding your identity in anything other than Jesus, then you can do that right now in your seat, right where you're at. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to take a class. You don't have to 
do anything other than just talk to God. Ask him to save you. And confess that you need Jesus. So pray something like this between you and God if you want to do that. God, thank you that you love me. I want to find my identity in you. I don't want to believe lies. I don't want to believe things that aren't true about me. I want to believe who you say I am. And know that that's true. So all the stuff I've done in the past that's kept me from that, all the sin that I've, I've ever done, all the things that have just not been what you called me to, God, I, I set all that stuff aside. I, I confess that I need you. I need Jesus. And I, I want to step into that identity of your kid. And so if you've done that in some shape, form, or fashion in your heart between you and God, and only you know if you really did that or not, I just want you to know that you're now his kid. Like you are in that identity now. And the rest of your life is going to be figuring out more and more of what it is to be a son or a daughter of God. For the rest of you, it might be you need to remember. Remember who you are. And that you are meant to be more than maybe what you've become. You're meant to be a royal priesthood, holy, set apart. Living out the name of Jesus everywhere you go. So tonight, let's all just commit to that. Let's thank God for that identity that we have in him. 